Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you're doing well. I'm Cassidy, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Dibs. Hey, guys. Today, we are talking about Pixar's latest film, Lightyear, which yeah. um, I think came out... Did it come out in June 2022? I, I don't know think, when it came out. <laughs> uh, it was in theaters in June, yes, and it's currently on Disney+. Plus. So Yes. Yeah. So either way, it's a very recent movie. Mm-hmm. Um and um it was interesting i i enjoyed it it was like a nice um i, I don't even know what to call it it's not really like a prequel but it, it's like a it's like a an off like an origin story in a weird way yeah you're um, right so basically the premise for this was in 1995 and the andy bought a toy based off of uh his favorite movie this is that movie uh is what they said pretty much um and i like that premise because it's a i mean the story for this movie is interesting um also it's interesting that um a character has um um how should i put it a term of measurement for of distance as a surname basically um let's talk about that because we're talking because i uh, like the movie suggests this movie is about buzz lightyear um <laughs> And again, stellar voice cast has been great. Um, Chris Evans is interesting as Buzz Lightyear in this movie. I like him. I'm I'm sure people are going to probably like Chase Palm when when I say this, but um, I just, I I, like in moments, I had to like kind of pull myself back and be like, that's not. Captain America like I agree I think he has a no that and he has a very distinct voice I think he has a very distinct voice so it's like yeah I still you would kind of hear like shades of Steve Rogers yeah because unless Um, you're unless he's absolutely trying to move away from being Steve Rogers that's what he sounds like unfortunately so that's I mean it's also just like that's his voice like I don't think he did anything differently when he was playing Steve Rogers to like change his voice not really um so I don't think it's hard i mean it's Mm -hmm. unless he's like doing a specific like accent or speaking a specific way yeah um i I don't yeah which he does in in some (laughs) movies like if you watch the gray man he doesn't sound like this yeah i think even in knives out he doesn't sound quite the same no he doesn't because because like like i said in that he's trying to actively move away from being steve rogers or (laughs) like I don't know. It's a, it's a. I think he brings out a different personality for those kinds of roles when he's doing Knives Out and the Gray One because he's not exactly playing that positive, uh, beacon of hope character in those <laughs> movies. So I think that might be it. Anyway, maybe you were saying. Yeah, I'm not sure, but yeah, no, it was just I. There was like points where I was like, he's not, he's not playing Captain America. <laughs> And I had to be like, oh yeah, right. This is, I mean, like, you know, it is an animated movie too, so that helps. Like, you're not mm-hmm. seeing Captain America, but oh, yeah. um, his, I think, like, that's also like one of those kind of iconic roles that, like, I'm sure oh. he's just going to be remembered for for decades. Oh, he <laughs> so, is, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'm sure he's like, he's gonna be like a hundred, and we're still gonna be like Chris Evans is Captain America. <laughs> well, he did a good job of being Captain America up until now. Job, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah no he did a great job but it was also just like like i'm so used to because i feel like at least for me like that was definitely his biggest role that i've seen him like i've seen him in other movies of course but like Mm -hmm. he played captain america for so long that like if i had to associate one particular character or role with him that's probably the one i would pick so when i started watching this one i was like i know he's doing the voice of buzz and i know it's a completely separate character but i was Mm. just like he just he just sounds the same it's just visually everything's different because he's not you know it's an animated movie it's all about buzz lightyear you don't see chris (laughs) evans but you you hear that voice you're like oh god that's him there he is yeah although (laughs) you know I, i feel like in a really small way, um, Buzz was like kind of modeled slightly after him. I don't a know little true, bit, but the yeah, hair, maybe, yeah, I think the I hair, the hair. Mm. <laughs> I think it's just the hair. But mm-hmm. no, yeah, the voice cast was amazing. They did an amazing job. But um, this is an interesting movie. I was just kind of surprised, like um, in watching it, just. I guess how it fits in with the other Toy Story movies because like you said the whole premise of this is like or the explanation that the movie gives is like Andy got a toy based Mm -hmm. on this figure Mm -hmm. and this is like what happened to that specific figure at a specific point in his life and it's like no it's the figure is based off of this movie a character in this movie basically that and that's Buzz Lightyear that's what they said (laughs) Oh, I, I missed that then. I was like, no, no, no. It, yeah, it literally funny. said in 1995, but no, Andy got a bit, toy. I, I just, based I off of a movie, like, his favorite movie. This is that movie. That's what they said. So, yeah, I, I think oh. maybe I just had like a, what do you call it? Like a brain fart. And I just interpreted <laughs> it as like, no. there was a figure. And then they made a toy based off that figure that Andy got. So I spent the whole movie going, how does this tie into like the other Toy Story it, movies? It because doesn't. Andy it just, just <laughs> It just doesn't. I feel um, really stupid now. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, but, I think I mean, people were way, expecting that. Although I love the Toy Story movies, especially the first three. Uh, don't, exa- uh, don't ask me to talk about the fourth one because you'll open up a can of worms. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I think we've so far we've avoided opening up as many can of worms as we could on this podcast. So oh God. we're gonna try and keep it that way. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> a try a little keep bit it longer. Yeah, for Until just a little week. bit longer. <laughs> 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 uh, fair point. Fair point. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I enjoyed the movie. I I don't yeah. know. Like I said, maybe just because I had like that weird brain fart and I just completely misunderstood what they were going for in this movie. Mm. I spent a lot of time watching it going, this is cool and all, but how does it, like, Andy just lives in like a random suburban town. There's right? no references to like mm. outer space or hyperspeed. How does this all fit yeah. in? And <laughs> no, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> But no, no you're it, fine. It was, a, it was a good movie. It's an interesting, um, it, it's, a, it's a small detail, but um. <laughs> Anyway, I do wonder though was was this movie? It was made. Was it made during the pandemic or? I'm not sure. Maybe it was. I think just given I the think... amount of time it takes to make animated yeah, movies, yeah, probably well, would have been sure. done during the pandemic. Yeah. But um, I I don't know because I was watching it and and I I did enjoy it, but I feel like it didn't quite grab me the way other Pixar movies did, to be honest. And I was watching it and I was like, is it? Is it just because like people were adjusting and adapting to like what 
working during the height of the pandemic. Or maybe it wasn't it, it wasn't exactly an original Pixar idea. That's maybe, what I, I I don't know. It's like because okay, here's the thing. I love the movie Soul. I love Inside Out. Onward was also <laughs> wonderful. Again, these are all Pixar movies that have been fantastic. And again, <laughs> with the exception of Toy Story 4. <laughs> Again, can of worms. We're not going to open that here. But um, I love the Toy Story franchise. It's been fun. Uh, it's made me cry and laugh. All good things, to be honest. <laughs> um, but this, again, I think while I don't know if Buzz Lightyear's character needed that exposition yeah, I think that's is what I think. Like not yeah. to, don't get me wrong, this movie was fun. I'm not saying yeah, it wasn't it was still fun. It was a good movie, and it's yeah. definitely something that like I'm glad I watched it. But it's also like, would I necessarily watch it again? Or like exactly, if I had like a lineup of Pixar movies, would that be the one I gravitate to first? Not necessarily. Uh, yeah, I agree. Exactly. Like, it's not a bad movie, I think, by any means. And no, um, I think it, like you said, it was it's a fun story. It's it's an enjoyable watch. It's mm-hmm. um. A solid couple of hours of fun which you know there's it, it's interesting that, but... <laughs> it's an interesting story don't get me wrong it really is yeah. like i think like you said though it's not i don't know that buzz lightyear as a character needed his own movie and then this is also like it, are they gonna start doing like you know other movies like is there gonna be please a don't. woody movie <laughs> like what <laughs> please don't <laughs> then we'll have to hear woody's roundup again oh god <laughs> anyway <laughs> But I mean, like, I just, I don't know, because I feel like when you think of, like, Toy Story, like, Buzz and Woody are, like, the iconic characters, like, you know, yeah. they're kind of, like, the weird, uh, not weird, but, like, they're not like, the weird, the unlikely duo. duo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I feel like you, if they're making a, a Buzz Lightyear movie, they would probably yeah. make a Woody movie, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm kind of, I think, in the same boat as you were. I don't really know that I want a Woody movie. Again, not that this movie was bad. It's just, is exactly. it necessary? Like, I feel like not just animated movies, but just any movie in general, when you have a franchise and then, you know, you tell, like, original or, like, interesting stories and then you just start making more movies for the sake of making more movies, then it becomes... Less no, I definitely and less agree entertaining. With you. No, that, that's I don't think we need that. <laughs> no, you're right about that. We do again. It, you're right. I don't think we absolutely needed to know Buzz's story. Um, yeah, and also because I feel like the movie took some time to kind of establish certain points, and then it just went through others yeah. very quickly. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, at least, the pacing was a little bit off. Mm-hmm. But again, like. It's not a terrible movie, and I don't think it suffers too much. Mm. Um, but I think it's it's also one of those movies that you can't go in with like I'm gonna nitpick every detail because I'm expecting like a super like deep and emotional like story, and it's gonna make me yeah. cry the way Toy Story did, and, and all of that. I don't think this is that movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, you're fun, right. It's enjoyable. It's um got its moments, and it's just. I don't know. It's just an entertaining movie. <laughs> it definitely is. I agree with you there for sure. Because, like, let's talk about the plot a little bit. Because I think um, 
we need to talk a little bit about how Buzz is in the beginning of this movie and how this whole thing starts. Because <laughs> it's basically a fun space exploration movie, to be honest. It really is. Um and then the the and then Buzz is a space ranger. He and his commander, Alicia Hawthorne, again voiced by an amazing person Uzo Duba I think uh, if I'm <laughs> yeah. mispronouncing her name I'm sorry but she's amazing she's done some amazing work I I think she was Bismuth in Steven Universe and I loved her voice work it's been yeah awesome. no she's a phenomenal amazing. actress yeah so yeah but no she she was the voice of um, Alicia Hawthorne so yeah yeah so she was amazing. Um, and I love her as a commander in this thing. She's like, she's making, she's poking fun at him. She's like, you're narrating again, man. Stop doing it. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just funny. She, she's, she's encouraging him, but she's also like poking fun at him. She's like, you know what? You can be annoying, but I kind of like you. It's okay. <laughs> You know, it's 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 nice. So let's uh, so there's all of that going on. Um, I want to mainly talk about how Buzz is with rookies because does he forget the fact that he was also a rookie once and that he made mistakes and that people are allowed to make mistakes and learn from them? I don't understand. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. That was like one of the things that kind of mildly annoyed me yeah right the movie that he was like he was like oh autopilot uh, rookies and it's like the autopilot thing that's whatever like i can understand that mm-hmm. or like i can let that go but the rookie mm-hmm. thing it's like everybody starts somewhere you were a rookie one so exactly um, yeah that one was a little bit weird yeah it definitely was so yeah i like you said, I honestly don't understand. I mean, because like you said, they everyone has to start somewhere. So I don't understand Buzz's irritation with the rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, also, yeah, go ahead. Like, I just feel like that beginning portion of the movie with them on, like, you know. That- planet where they crash landing on that planet yeah Mm -hmm. probably could have been modified or just cut out altogether because like the opening few minutes is like they're in space and then they land on this planet because they detect life forms or something Mm -hmm. so they go to like check it out and then in Mm -hmm. the process they realize that like you know there's some hostile flora and uninhabitable yeah yeah and so in the process of trying to get away buzz damages the ship and they're basically marooned on this planet and they have no way to get back without kind of rebuilding a fuel crystal Mm -hmm. to power their giant spaceship back to to wherever and so i feel like they they probably could have just cut in with like them being stranded on that planet and like Mm -hmm. working to like get the ship back up and running yeah yeah instead of maybe showing like those beginning few bits where it's like they're I kind of agree with you. On the planet. Mm. Um, because I think the only thing that did was just kind of show one that Alicia was commander because like I feel like Buzz just kept calling her commander like non-stop like he would just tag it on at the end of every sentence and I'm like I mm. don't know enough about military um, or I guess like that sort of hierarchy to know if, like that's protocol and you're supposed to do that but I just felt like he would be like 
he would say a sentence and then at the end of every single sentence he was just like commander 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 yeah and I was like we got it she's commander <laughs> um but yeah I feel like it was one like that the beating portion just kind of established Alicia as commander and then mm-hmm. like Buzz as like a space ranger mm-hmm. and then it was just kind of like they're friends and like they're on this hostile planet now <laughs> and it's like cool and then also that like you know Buzz doesn't like rookies and he doesn't like autopilots um yeah and I feel like they're like that probably could have been worked in another way too. That like he's mistrustful of autopilots for like whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could have easily worked that in a different way. Um, Agreed. And then like the the rookie thing, I feel like they probably could have worked that in too. Um, but it it yeah. just the way it was in the beginning few minutes. It was just like, why do you hate them so much? Like you started in like you were exactly where you were like, probably a rookie at some point, man. Don't hate yeah. on them. Yeah, it's like, not I like you were like, born being... a space ranger ready to know how to fly a spaceship or something. Come on, man. Right? Yeah. Like I can understand being like a little bit firm or like strict with like rookies because you know it's it's a big thing and you know certain mistakes could be very costly or you know there could be huge consequences to you know making certain mistakes um but just to be like anti-rookie complete like oh i don't want any contact with rookies like they just, they just mess things up and it's like also, yeah but also like yeah. that's kind of how you learn like you learn yeah. by making mistakes and yeah. then like rectifying them like you know i mean within reason like they're not saying like the rookie should go out and like shoot another space ranger and then try and like patch them up but no um, that's it, different but like Especially after you hear his backstory, right? Like, there's a portion where, and we'll get to that too. And I would, I would think that that experience would make him kinder towards rookies and be like, everyone deserves a second chance. If you make mistakes, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, and also the fact that he's like, I'm Buzz Lightyear. I'm always sure. And then he ends up marooning them on this planet. And then like, dude, that's... Yeah, like that was the other weird thing too, that like, I feel like those opening few minutes where it's like them initially landing on this planet. Does the planet have a name? I can't remember. I can't remember I don't either. think it's named. I don't think, I don't think they name it. Yeah, but like those opening few minutes. They just say unknown on planet, planet some light years away from Earth basically yeah i think the only thing that those opening few minutes do is just kind of show that buzz is like very much he's got like this mindset of like i don't need any help and i can't ask for help and like i don't want help it's just me like Mm. i can only rely on myself and i don't need friends or like this and that and then like over the rest of the movie he kind of comes to realize a little slowly and then kind of quickly (laughs) that like oh, I can't do everything by myself and I do need help and it's okay to rely on people. And I feel like, again, they probably could have showed that in more effective ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, like, those opening few minutes were funny, yeah, but I don't really know that they did much beyond just kind of, like... Establish these things, things. yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, it's like, mm -hmm. "Mm, we probably could have had that (laughs) delivered in a maybe. it did establish Buzz's trademark line, which I kind of really loved, to infinity and beyond. It was really sweet, okay? I like that. That was cute. It was, yeah. But then, like, the weird thing was also, like, the first time you see it, it's like, oh, okay, that's where it comes from and then like over time it's like i i could 
I hadn't seen a ton about this movie. Um, I was initially when I saw like trailers for her, I was like, I hoping I was hoping that they didn't make Buzz and Alicia a thing, and I am very happy to say they did not. Oh so, yeah, <laughs> that so, was a whole other controversy. Happen. Let me tell you, I it think was you... the dumbest thing. It the was sense, like, I... the, the movie. Like one, I it still makes me really sad that we have to have this conversation in twenty twenty two that like agree. Can't show yes, you know, exactly people of the same gender or you know same sex couple orientation whatever like, really yeah. man like dude, just like alicia's gay okay like she's gay she found she and it's it's such a non-issue too it like is. i mean like the, the the thing that always kind of makes me laugh is when people are like oh it's turn, it's like it's gonna turn kids gay and it's like i guarantee really? you this one particular character most likely will not <laughs> like them no, specifically also, i mean i don't know maybe i i, I can't and, speak and to even that if it but did like even yeah, if what's it, wrong with it right exactly like, that, like as like, long as even if, people are happy and healthy and safe yeah, like even if it starts you on the process of do. thinking hey maybe i do like i i do like people maybe i am queer but like what what's wrong with that if, the, yeah, if they i start... just feel like i mean with this particular like character it, it's such a non-issue because her like her, her relationship isn't even part of the plot like in the yeah, sense that the it doesn't focus, affect and it's yeah, not exactly yeah it has like no real outcome on like anything really and i think her wife is only shown in like a handful of shots a couple of shots and it's like yeah, yeah like you could probably like if you strung together all the clips featuring alicia and her wife it would probably be like less than a minute I would be surprised if it is less than a minute because it's like yeah because it's, it's basically like there's one minute where she because we'll talk about this in a little more detail because this um I like how they did sp- the relativity of time in this movie mm-hmm. um and it's kind of sad to see Buzz that way because he's so singularly focused on finishing the mission that he keeps risking himself like that to get to hyperspeed and get within that loop and come back and everything. Yeah. And it's like that. Like it's I think for, for me what was kind of like depressing about it was less so that he was like risking himself. Which is like, yeah, that that is sad and mm-hmm. he shouldn't have to be the only one to do it or he shouldn't feel so like obligated to take this on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was also just like every time he goes, he's missing at minimum a couple years. Like I think it starts out where he like misses like four years and then like later it, he just It's more it, it's just yeah. yeah. And it's like every time he does it, like I understand like getting home would be great and I understand like being given an assignment or a task and wanting to complete Mm. it and like seeing it through and you know persisting and all that like those are great qualities to have Mm -hmm. but it's it's also like at the cost of like his friendship like every time he does this and every time he attempts to like break this hyperspeed barrier or whatever you want to call it he's losing more time with alicia and she's getting older because you know she's not doing what buzz is doing yeah she's built a life for herself like she's made a family and yeah and like as great as it is that you know she's found her people and she's made a life and started a family and had kids and later grandkids he was her best friend yeah and like he's just missing so much of her life and it's like at this point do you guys like like not to sound mean but like how much of each other do you really know or like how well do you know each other because he spent more time like you know away than with yeah Yeah. exactly yeah um and it's really sweet that you know she still kept you know like 
like they still kept you know the the friendship going and like you know as soon as he would come back the first thing it seems that he would do after he kind of like got settled is go see her but you know there's like that montage where you know he goes to stay several times and every time he comes back alicia is older and older and older Older and and passing different milestones basically yeah at one point she she's married and at one point she's having a baby and then the other point Mm -hmm. it's her kid's graduation and then it's her grand and then at the end it's basically just a hologram of her and her grandkid and her grandkid like it's i mean it's super sweet again to see that like she's living life but i think what kind of makes that sad is like it's fairly obvious that buzz is not he's just yeah he's stuck in that so focused on this mission of like Mm -hmm gotta break this barrier like gotta reach this thing do this thing to like get us home and it doesn't matter and and i think um that not again not to sound like super mean and uh, i feel like i keep saying this because i did really enjoy this movie but um the beginning portion to me it just it felt like those first few minutes was just trying to establish that buzz is just like you give him a mission and he's gonna see it through to the end and Mm. i feel like it was more tell and don't show whereas like something i get what you mean montage it was more like show rather than tell because like you see him be like so persistent and so focused on completing this mission and you see like the impact it has on him but also on his best friend and it's like like that's the type of stuff i feel like that's more effective than just i I agree in like the opening few minutes be like I've got to finish this mission i can do it by myself i don't need help like i am gonna finish this mission this mission is like you know the most important thing ever and like mm. the way he kept talking in the beginning too was like we finished the mission no matter the cost and i'm like yeah. within reason though like you know if you're like in this case I, he was just like abandoning everything else and just focusing solely on this mission of like returning them home that it was yeah. like again like how much of your best friend's life were you really present for at this point and Agreed. like how well do you really know her like do you know her wife like have you even met her wife have you met her son or um you know her her granddaughter so it's like there's all these milestones that like alicia hit that buzz just wasn't there for himself or yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's the other thing too like he, he didn't even have those milestones himself but he wasn't even there for her because he was just like i have this mission or i've been given this mission and i have to see it through and it's like you can but like again within reason i mean i like i i think alicia kind of had that like she kind of struck the right balance between work and and you know still building a life and not letting life um kind of slip through her fingers i agree i see i know what you mean exactly yeah like she 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 did things despite you know all the new strength yeah like she met she met the love of her life she married the love of her life she started a family with her that that's like and i think too like there's a bit where um you know like buzz is talking like they're talking i I think after one of his failed attempts Mm -hmm. and um she says like like I mean, she, I think she literally says what you just said that like you know I, if it weren't for all of this I wouldn't met the love of my I wouldn't have met the love of my life yeah. and um, it's like yeah you know being stranded is not ideal it's not a great situation but there is some good that you know came out of it not just I'm sure for her I'm sure for other people too because like they were on a huge ship that was like stranded and like they essentially have to build a city and they end up building a city or you know a semblance of what at least at the beginning and then over time you know it grows and becomes more advanced and and all of that so it's like 
again, this is not an ideal situation, but it's also not like you guys are stuck on a hostile planet. It's not hopeless. Struggling to breathe. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, could it be better? Yeah. But it it could also be a lot worse, too. So, like, I guess you got to count whatever blessings you have. Right. So it was like. I agree. Yes. I don't know. I feel like it was more. It was to me also. It felt a lot of the time that, like, despite Buzz being um, so, like persistent and singularly trying focused to is what i would say yeah yeah but it also mean. kind of felt like he was you know like they talk about like the glass half full glass half empty kind of mentality mm. to me it felt like he was kind of like the glass half empty type person where it was like well we're stuck here and we gotta get out and like i'm gonna do everything in my power i can to like make sure that we get out of here and it's like that's great but like you know, you can still do other things. Like, yeah, I mean, everybody else is doing it, and and also like the thing that kind of just annoyed me was that he was just like, I have to do, it. and it's like you're not the only one capable of doing it, and and it's okay to lean on people, but like obviously, you know, he hadn't quite realized that yet. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean that that montage where you see like Alicia growing older and then like living her life, and then um, it kind of culminates with this hologram where she's old and and she's like in a hospital bed and she's like um i'm sorry that like when you see this i won't be there or something to that effect yeah yeah that's the sad part because it is i mean buzz had good intentions and i don't think he ever did what he did with the intention of like abandoning alicia oh definitely not i don't want to be your friend but it's also like again (laughs) you were probably in space for more time than you were friends with her. That, and I think he like, felt, I, I feel like he felt responsible for getting everyone stranded there. I mean, don't get me I wrong, think he, he is too. responsible. Yeah. I mean, again, it was an accident, but like, yeah. what can you do? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, in that sort of situation, it's very difficult because they had they had to make a hasty retreat. And mm. then, you know, he had a very small window of opportunity in which to try and, like, get them, I guess, out of out this kind of atmosphere. Yeah. And unfortunately, one tiny mistake kind of cost him and the, the, the ship was damaged yeah. and they were marooned. But it's not entirely, you know like his fault because then like you know you could start blaming yourself for everything like why did i do this why did i do that and it's just yeah. like it it's kind of like the blame game and i guess at some point it kind of it could become ineffective if you just start like blaming yourself for everything yeah. um so yeah i mean i i feel like i understand why he felt guilty and mm-hmm. i think maybe like you said to a certain degree or to a certain extent he might be responsible but yeah um it, it's like thinking that and coming to terms with it and then moving on are all very different things and i think i don't think he ever really moved on from it until like the latter half of the film and even then like i feel like that's something he struggles with like right up until the end of the film and then he realizes like yeah. oh it's, it's okay for me to ask for help and like it's okay that i can lean on other people and like have other people help me even if i don't ask for it um and like that sort of thing so yeah i mean <laughs> again i just feel like some of the stuff that like the beginning five maybe ten minutes did that kind of set all this up could have been done maybe in a different way but um again i also like i I don't know anything about like the production of this movie and what it was like 
making this movie but you know given that animation takes some time to make if this was made during the pandemic i can imagine how difficult it must have been because so many yeah. studios not just like animation studios but like even just like regular live action studios were having to adjust and like figure yeah. out how to make movies during the height of the pandemic so i don't know if it had any impact on like what they were able to do and the stories that they were able to tell but um if this was made during the pandemic that is really cool and kudos to everybody who worked on it because the animation is really cool it's really pretty too um and yeah it it turned out really well i don't like again i don't know when again it, no again it's a fun movie don't get me wrong it really is it's an interesting story because like you said we again i really like how they showed the passage of time and how um Buzz doesn't age because of the fact that he's in space and he's aging slower than everyone else that's on this planet because of the fact that <laughs> because of all that um and I also kind of find it interesting how again even after all this Buzz is like still focused on this mission but let's talk about Socks because I love Socks he's like one of the <laughs> best characters in this movie I love Socks let's talk about Socks Socks was yeah I think Socks is my favorite character he's like a robotic cat mm-hmm. that Buzz is given um and to me i think part of the reason why i loved him so much is one he's a cat and i absolutely love cats but two they reminded me quite a lot of baymax oh yes very happy meow 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 i have given you five minutes (laughs) (laughs) yeah no socks is super endearing he was super wholesome and just mm-hmm. cute yeah i don't really know that you need like you don't need sometimes you don't need like every character to have a super deep like role in that sense and i feel like socks was he was just there he was just he's a robotic cat he's, he's just cat it. cat just cat any more yeah. is there any more explanation needed at this point no i don't think so but no he was and he was my favorite character um but yeah i mean i i love that um, you know, I feel like Socks very easily could have become like comedic relief, and he had his moments where sometimes he was, but yeah. um, he still kind of you know helps move the plot along. So he's not oh like a totally, he does uh, yeah. character. So I appreciated that. But yeah, um, yeah, the thing that I found really interesting was that I mean, obviously we spent so much time just talking about it, but like Buzz just being so singularly focused on his mission, but then even after Alicia, you know, passes away he's still like super focused on it and it's like wow dude you do not quit like good for you because like perseverance is amazing and all of that but also yeah like, but at maybe what die, like, a little bit <laughs> yeah i mean like at this point like who do you like there's nobody you have left and, yeah um it reminds me of a quote from another series that you and i both like which i think we we did a podcast on black flag i know exactly <laughs> which quote you're talking about where, where edward, edward is like talking about how he's gone through courage for what man there's no one left to care yes well that too but like when he's talking about you know everything he's done how he's just kind of been pursuing wealth for so long and then yeah. um he talks about like when i turn around and look there's not a man or woman in my life who's left to care oh, for me or God. care about me like that type of thing and yeah, it's like that that's kind of applicable to buzz because 
because yeah. he, he's, he's not like he's friendless but like he's also just spent so long just being like mission 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 to the point where it's yeah. like have you had a chance to make any other friends since alicia passed no have you even tried while she was alive not really mm. and it's just like it, that's not really a way to live like you can be devoted to a specific goal or mission or whatever but you don't have to be that devoted that you sacrifice everything else, right? Um, Agreed. So- I think that's that's a very good point. I think that's what Buzz ended up doing, unfortunately. Yeah, because I think yeah. when he comes back, so he goes one more time after, um, so after Alicia passes away, they kind of decommission the, because- the Space Rangers programation. Yeah, space program. program. And they um, want to decommission socks, which is like, yeah. why? I know, he was so cute. Just leave him be. He's not doing anything. He's minding his own business. Also, yeah, let's talk about Socks a little bit more because he's he's just a super smart cat because I think think Buzz offhandedly at one point mentions there's a fuel cell problem. And then this last time when Buzz comes back, Socks is just like, I solved your problem, bro. Like, and Buzz is like, wait, what? Yeah, I solved the fuel cell problem. It took me 62 years, but I solved it. <laughs> and it's like, but, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was like a kind of like throwaway line, but it's also, it kind of makes you realize like how insane Buzz is for just yeah. like literally spending decades mm-hmm. just tackling this hyperspace, hyperspace, yeah. hyperspeed, hyperspeed, um, whatever. Problems. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, again having that commitment is amazing it's great Mm -hmm. that's a great quality to have but when Mm -hmm. you're spending or like losing decades not just like your life but time with your best friend and you know all like you're missing out on so much that's not really a way to live yeah agreed um, you know he's just he's so into like this is my mission i have to go it alone and i can't fail and it's also like the thing that i found kind of weird was like he at points would talk about it like it was alicia who gave him the mission so i was like why doesn't alicia just tell him like just give him an order and be like stop like you're not going to space anymore mm-hmm. um but also i think just given Buzz's personality i don't know if that would have worked because i don't think it would have on the planet he's like i'm court-martialing myself and it's like dude that's not gonna help anything at this point <laughs> like you don't need to <laughs> yeah and I think Socks being able to solve that problem is what, and and the and and the new commander decommissioning this program is what prompts Buzz to go on this final adventure, uh, or this final flight, basically. But when he comes back, what he finds is so much more. It's so much crazier. So let's talk about that too. Yeah, I think it's revealed that when he comes back, it's been like what twenty-two years or something uh, since even longer. He's been seen. Yeah, yeah, and like, it, there's no um, he has no contact with like the base and his, you know, commander and all mm-hmm. of that. Like, there's just radio silence, mm-hmm. and um, he kind of he it's not really crash landing, but he lands outside. You know, the contained sort of laser shield yeah that they were planning to build yeah Yeah. exactly um and when he 
he lands he's like almost immediately attacked by like a robot and that's never happened before and he meets like a mysterious figure who's just like telling him like shut up don't move and then we see like a giant ship kind of hovering over um what did they call the planet it wasn't like tau prime or something there was a name for it i can't remember remember it right now it was something prime tari prime i i I don't remember i'm sorry i'm blanking out I'm blanking out too. It'll because come to me like three hours later. <laughs> all I know is that Buzz called the ship the turnip because it looked like a turnip. That's what I yeah. remember. Anyway. Yeah, no, the, the planet, I'm just now remembering that like the name, like the planet had a name and the planet they were on was the, it was something prime. And then there was another planet that like they were looping around to achieve mm-hmm. hyperspeed. Mm-hmm. And that was like yeah. Alpha or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's not insanely important but um we yeah we see like this big ship kind of hovering over the planet and Mm -hmm. that's something buzz has never seen and so um he's kind of like confused and this mysterious figure is like again follow me we'll we'll get you out and then we find out that the figure that he's met is izzy who is yeah yes um and um yeah i mean she's she's really funny and and Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, she's been, like, managing by herself, it seems, for a bit, like, out in this weird, it's not really a wasteland, but it's not really not a wasteland, if that makes sense. I mean, in the sense that outside of that laser shield, it kind of is, like, anyone's game, basically. That's what that's like at that point. Yeah, Yeah, I guess it's like a no man's land, really, Mm -hmm. I guess might be a better way to put it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not it's not impossible to survive it's just it's very difficult but um she's been surviving for i think she says like a week and so we learn with buzz that like she and then two others have kind of like camped out outside the the laser shield and they are trying to stage some sort of operation surprise party operation surprise party is a go and yeah. apparently because of the laser shield you they can't communicate with the base which is inside mm-hmm. basically so that's right. a problem at this point mm-hmm. so um this is where we meet zerg and if you guys have watched the toy story movies you know that zerg is important to buzz lightyear's story so mm-hmm. um this is where we meet zerg and Zerg is looking for something. Um, and Zerg actually even ends up taking Buzz's ship. Um, and but uh fails to take Buzz. Now, this is where things get interesting because again, Buzz is, has to contend with not only Alicia, who's green around the gills, or how should I put it? She's <laughs> inexperienced. <laughs> Sorry, not Alicia. <laughs> Izzy, yes. Izzy, <laughs> who is inexperienced. Uh, and her motley crew, who are also inexperienced. Again, voiced by Taika Waititi, one of them. Which is like, thank you for giving us yes. that. And uh, Darby, I, for the longest time, until I like watched the credits, mm-hmm. I didn't... I I could I wanted to see like I was I meant to look up who played Darby as I was watching and I didn't get a chance mm-hmm. but I was like waiting to see the credits roll on this mm-hmm. one because she sounded so much like um Packard from Atlantis. Oh yeah. Like, Is that the same it's not. Uh it's two different people. Mm-hmm. But 
Um, she reminded me so much of Packard from Atlantis. Mm -hmm. I loved her. Yeah. <laughs> she was great. She, she, was, she was great. Oh my god, the the voice. Now now that you taught tell yeah, me about the, it. Yeah, it the, sounds like that. So for for Darby, it was Dale Sanders, I mm -hmm. think was her name. I could be wrong. Dale, I, I forget the last name, so I apologize. I, I don't think it's something Dale. It was a long time ago, <laughs> sure but yeah, she, they do sound but, similar. Um, yeah. yeah, and then I think for for Packard, it was Flora or Florence, and I think her last name starts with a W. I forget mm -hmm. the actress who did the voice of, of Packard in Atlantis, but mm -hmm. both the characters sound sounded similar, and they they kind of they have that vibe. Like, they have a similar yeah. vibe, actually. Yeah, they do. So like, I was. Like, is it the same voice actress? And it's not, but she did an amazing job in this. So yeah. um props to her. But yeah. Yeah, I mean Izzy's Izzy's crew is like they were funny to watch. Although the thing that I think kind of for me anyway, kind of became a little bit predictable was um Mo just kind of messing things up. Yeah. And I was just like like the first couple of times it was funny, and then it's like, okay, he's probably gonna mess up something again. And like it wasn't it didn't like ruin the moment for me, but it was just, like predictable. Like you knew it was yeah. coming. Yeah. So. Uh, especially the whole containment cone situation thing. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Um, I think this is when Buzz kind of starts to learn how to work with other people, sort a of little, no. a little bit. <laughs> He realizes that, like, this crew, despite their range of ages and experiences, are, like mm -hmm. you said, green around the gills. And mm -hmm. they're rookies. Like, he finds that, like, initially it's kind of made to be like, oh, they're a, you know, ragtag team of, like, different individuals who've yeah. got, like, different skill sets. And they've been, like, roughing it for who knows how long and surviving mm -hmm. on their own in this hostile environment. And then you find out they're just, like, the rookie squad. <laughs> and they've had, yeah. like, no exposure to, like combat training tactical training and they're like i've read a book it's like that type of thing it's like it's not the same as like reading a book but okay. and izzy is and... afraid of going into space yeah and oh, always kind of like confidence issues that... yeah and and darby is just darby <laughs> just darby <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah, and um, it's it's difficult <laughs> with a crew like this, to be honest. Yeah, um, but I mean, I, yeah. I think kind of like you said, I think Buzz starts learning a little bit that mm -hmm. like you can, it's okay to get help from other people because you can't do everything by yourself. Yeah, um, and especially if it's like a problem that requires multiple people to like physically be present to do different yeah. things to achieve like one or more outcomes yeah then, yeah you need help you can't just you can't be in two places at once so if you need somebody else to do something to help you then like you need somebody else but um it's something i think that he goes back and forth on because like you'll see him like accept help or like but then I mean, immediately guess, go yeah. back on that when stuff starts going wrong, basically. Yeah, or like just turn to like, oh, it's my fault. Like, you know, I failed. I can't do this. And it's like, dude, it gets yeah. old very quickly. It does. <laughs> I mean, we love you and all, but like, you know, you don't need to keep beating yourself up over it. It's not, I mean, the entire world isn't on your shoulders. And even yeah, if I think is, it needs there to are other people that. who are like willing to help you carry that burden you just have exactly. to let them you just have and to let no them shame in letting them yeah 
So, um, because like, I mean, the, like their dynamic as a group was really funny, but then I think for me, one of the things that, again, it didn't, it wasn't super annoying, but you, you, it kind of gets like predictable where like they'll do something as a team no, so will go wrong and then like, it'll, you know, they'll find a way to fix it, but then something else will go wrong. And then like, you know, every time something goes wrong, like you said, Buzz is just kind of like, oh, this is my fault. Oh, I, I, I shouldn't have, or I should have tried this. I should have tried that. And it's, um, it, again like the first couple of times it, it happened, kind of gets like, repetitive like you said yeah a in little. a way um yeah. but again i mean i feel like for all the complaining i'm doing right now it's not like i really dislike the movie that much it's just you kind of start seeing a pattern and then you're like oh well obviously okay like now at this point or sometime soon bud's gonna kind of go through that phase again where he's like oh it's all my fault and then you know something's gonna happen and then they're gonna kind of pick themselves up and um they're gonna like solve another portion of their problem or something like that agreed so, um, no that's true it's i think it's just repetitive but i don't know that for me anyway that like it ruined the movie or it made me like bored it was just like okay this is this is another thing that i know what's going to happen it's just like a matter of waiting to see when and yeah. like waiting to see what like the next hurdle that they have to overcome is and how they overcome that so um yeah <laughs> no i agree um let's also talk about uh the fact that what happens on the ship because buzz does end up getting captured and we find <laughs> out more about zerg let's talk about that because i think that was an interesting twist i didn't i didn't see that coming i didn't either but i think it's more so because there's like no clues like yeah I, the, when i saw it i was like okay if it's not an evil alien robot who's like hunting uh buzz it's my guess was that it was gonna be uh what was the commander's name the one that took over after hawthorne burnside is that his name yeah yeah just making things up yeah exactly um, uh i thought it was, yeah, i was like i i was assuming it could potentially be him because you know buzz did leave in a less than ideal way oh and, yeah um i the first time i saw it, i was like is it him but then like they they made it seem like he was still back at the base and i was like well then maybe it can't be him and also i don't really see like i understand wanting to arrest bug but i don't see what the motive is for having the robots then shoot the city as well like the laser shield of protecting the city yeah so, exactly um yeah, the motive for that one didn't quite make sense. <laughs> so I was like, maybe it's not him. But I feel like beyond that, there were no logical guesses because there wasn't a ton of clues as to who this figure could be. It was just like a giant robot that mm -hmm. you assumed somebody was controlling. But it's like, if it's not Burnside or whatever that commander's name is, then who else could it be? Who else you could it be who had characters. the motive to do this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but also I feel like this is a very small cast. Like when you look at like the the like cast of characters, not necessarily the actors who. No, who no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, um, it's it's a pretty small cast, mm -hmm. and so it's like you don't meet a ton of people. Um, yeah, and, true. And, and even the ones you do kind of see in the background, like you don't really know their names. Like, yeah, did they ever reveal Alicia's son's name? No. Yeah, unless it was like in the background of like a picture or like on yeah on something i missed it and like i think her wife kimiko is like name dropped kiki um i think so <laughs> shows you how much i retained <laughs> wow now i feel really stupid um kiko um, i can't remember it started no, with actually, a kid. It might have been kiko, <laughs> it may have been kiko. Been. i'm sorry 
this is terrible i literally like just watched this movie too um i'm so sorry i can't i'm blanking on the name but i think you're right it started with a k yeah definitely yeah that's what i remember too unfortunately like you said and it's a very small cast of characters in this movie and so it was a shock when we found out that zerg was actually alternate timeline buzz <laughs> so let's talk about that yeah when that scene happened or like when that scene played out i like how when evil buzz revealed himself buzz was like dad i was like no that's very obviously you yeah um but i mean i have a weird sense of humor and i'm very mm-hmm. easily amused so i found that scene very funny i don't know if anybody else because <laughs> i was like it's i don't know to me it's kind of like a silly scene because it's like that's not your dad <laughs> like it's i mean he was just he he they looked exactly the same except evil buzz just i think had yeah grayer hair, hair and <laughs> crow's um, feet around his eyes all those mm-hmm. things you know yeah. yeah but the thing that like i thought was just really weird was that the explanation for how evil buzz came to be was like one thing i was like whatever i didn't quite understand that but just from like not from like a, i guess like a logistic point but more like from a plot point i didn't really see what the purpose of bringing evil buzz in mm. was exactly because i feel like he wasn't he wasn't a compelling villain but he wasn't not compelling either if that made any sense yeah because um, you could tell why that version of buzz would want to do something like this you could tell why but, yeah, but then also just it kind of seemed really shallow. Like his whole reason yeah. for doing this was trying to go back in time and make it so that the ship never crashed, the turnip ship, <laughs> whatever it's called. Um, and and so then like he would be relevant, he would matter. And I think he says like in his like there were two different timelines of what happened, and mm-hmm. in his version of the timeline when he returned to that planet he was not a hero he was like arrested and then everybody just like forgot him and like made fun of him or something to that effect and he just stopped being relevant and so he's like i want to matter again and it's like really like this is a very elaborate plan just to make sure that you matter again (laughs) yeah like Basically, his explanation was this, that when he came back, no one exactly welcomed him. They basically wanted to arrest him. And so he escaped. And because of the experiments in time travel, it was basically... uh, It was because of his experiments in time travel, he basically wanted to go back in time. But he'd wasted his entire crystal, so he couldn't go back. So he needed the crystal that Buzz had to do it. So that yeah. was weird. <laughs> it was. I mean, it's a convoluted yeah, I mean, um, thing. Yeah, like as far as like motives go, or like motivations for becoming evil, and I'm doing air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't the strongest, but in a way, I think like you said earlier, it did make sense. Like you could see why he would want to, you know, maybe take this particular path. But yeah, um, I, again, I didn't find him super compelling, but also I didn't find him not compelling. If that makes any sense. I know what you mean. Yeah. 
I do get it. Um, but then what I loved about this is that in seeing this version of Buzz, he the the Buzz that we know realizes that he was too singularly focused on going back and this is what could have happened had he not met with these with this motley crew or forged these whatever bonds he had and understood that regardless of him getting them stranded on this planet everyone except him actually made a life for themselves and made the best of that situation so let's talk about that because I think that's a good message to send in a weird way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think like that was one of the things that um again I didn't dislike. I just found it a little bit odd that like it takes Buzz a bit of time to kind of realize this and it's only when mm. he's staring down like the evil version of himself that he's mm-hmm. like, Oh, this is a problem. <laughs> and like yeah. he kind of realizes it kind of quickly. And there's nothing wrong with him realizing very quickly. It's and you know, in in some ways, I guess it does make sense because he's been stuck in this mentality for so long. Mm-hmm. But it's just you know, like there were multiple instances where he was just like, like I, I have to do this by myself, and it's very obvious he couldn't handle it by himself. And I feel mm-hmm. like under normal circumstances, anybody in that sort of position would have been like, well, there's other people here who can help me or like I can take advantage of their help. So I'm going to ask. He just would not ask. Yeah. And then finally kind of reaches a, you know, climax at, at this point where he's fighting like the evil version of him. And then, you know, he kind of realizes, oh, I can ask for help or like I can get help even without asking for it. And, like, it's okay to be part of a team. It's okay to rely on other people. And it's like, good job, Buzz. You finally got it. But <laughs> it's a little late. But he still got it when it mattered. So um, it worked out in the end. But <laughs> it was just kind of watching him go through the whole movie. It was a little bit frustrating at times. Because it was like, dude, you do not have to take everything on by yourself. And um, it just... Sometimes, like, I felt like I wanted to, like, reach through the screen and just, like, shake him and be like, dude, what are you A doing? little bit. A little bit. You know? I get it. And you know I get it's, it. it's frustrating when it's, like, a fictional character, so you can't. Yeah. You can't <laughs> exactly do that. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. I I agree with you. Um, Let's also talk about how even Evil Buzz's version of Socks is, like, this bitch is crazy. I'm gonna help you now. <laughs> you know? So let's talk about that. Because yeah, that was funny. Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, how long was Evil Buzz stranded there? Um, I know, I think Izzy says, like, the ship only appears a week ago for her. But I want to know how long has Evil Buzz kept that version of Socks? Or how long has that version of Socks been with Evil Buzz? Yeah. Because um, it sounded like that version of Socks was just like at his limit and he was just like, screw this. I don't care what the consequences are. Yeah. So I'm very curious to know how long they've been together. Yeah. Um, I don't and whether know, too. Or not, like, whether or not, like, they just, it was like, I mean, I'm wondering, like, could he, other Socks have just like, like, just gone whenever he wanted or. I don't know. It also didn't seem like Evil Buzz was taking care of him because he's like missing 
half his face and all of that and so it's like clearly he's not maintaining you or like doing any sort of like mechanical upkeep or whatever so what's the point of sticking around with him I know, right? Exactly. It's it's just that, I mean, yeah, considering how loyal Sox is, for so even Sox to be like, screw this, I can't deal yeah. with this. <laughs> so, like... Yeah. That was... It was, it was funny, but it was also funny. a little bit weird that evil Sox was like, well, I mean, not evil Sox, he's not really evil, but um, I think when you first see him he's meant to come across that way and then it's like it's revealed that yeah, yeah he's just another version of socks mm -hmm. again socks is wholesome i love socks he's a good boy uh but i love how in the end all the this entire crew come uh, overcomes their fear whatever it might be like you know, Mo's fear of not having enough confidence, Izzy's fear of, you know, being paralyzed about going out there in space, all of those things. And they do end up facing off against this version of Buzz together. And they do end up going back uh, after all of this. And I find it interesting how... Burnside is basically mad at them at first, but then he's also like, well, we're not going to leave, but we are going to put you in charge of another Space Ranger program again, and you can choose whoever you want. <laughs> and th this time, this is when you see actual improvement on Buzz's side. He's like, I already have my crew, and he chooses this these three, which is nice. So let's talk <laughs> about that, too. Yeah, it's very sweet because I mean I think it like like we talked about earlier, it's kind of frustrating to see him go through the majority of the movie just mm -hmm. insisting that like he and he alone can take on everything himself. And it's yeah. Again, it's like you don't need to, you shouldn't have to. Mm -hmm. Um, and it takes him a while to finally learn that like there are other people and they're you're a team for a reason and they can, you know, maybe like I can understand not wanting to dump a whole lot on them, but like they can help with, you know sharing the burden and that's what yeah. a team does it's like by the end i think he like understands like what a team is and how a team works and mm -hmm. you know how nice it can be to be part of a team yeah um, so i think that was nice to see but also too it's like you know at this point he spent so many like he spent so much time away from you know his home just being stuck on this planet and so many years have passed it's like even if you do go back who's going to be left for you, right? Like, I mean, we don't know anything about his family, so presumably they will all, assuming he had any, they probably would have passed. And, you know, any relations he, like, may have had, I don't know if he would have been able to track them or if they would have known about him yeah. or um, anything like that. So it's also, like, getting home, I mean, I can still understand him wanting to do that, and I can still understand that being, like, a goal. But I think from, like, an audience point of view i appreciate it that he wasn't so like hell-bent on like trying to resume the mission again and then he gets this opportunity to like be a space ranger but like in a different capacity as part in of in like, a different this. capacity because that fuel source had to be destroyed at that point in that big fight yeah so yeah and i think it sucks it took him like almost 63 years to come up with that formula and it was never written down 
no. which in hindsight it's like that it's kind of silly not to write it down but yeah. <laughs> um but yeah I mean you know they're I think the, the nice thing is to see that like despite them continuing to be stuck on this planet instead of trying so hard to get off of it buzz is now making they're the making the it. best of it yeah exactly yeah. i that oh, is one that thing nice. i appreciated of course of course i absolutely agree um so overall i think we have a mixed opinion on this movie because yeah i think i don't really like doing this but i feel like if i had to give this movie like a letter grade mm. i'd say like a solid b like b mm. b plus mm-hmm. um i'm also very easily entertained so i feel like <laughs> maybe it's a higher rating than what other people would rate it i don't know um no yeah, i mean again it's not bad it's not a bad movie by it's any means but i feel like it's also like one of those things where it's not it's not gonna have it doesn't have like a super deep super yeah. nuanced yeah. plot and like that's okay like sometimes yeah. i just want a movie that's simple you know entertaining good fun all of that and i feel like this movie kind of ticks all those boxes mm-hmm. at least for me mm-hmm. so um i i enjoyed it but again kind of like we were talking about earlier it's like if i were given a lineup of pixar movies including this one would i pick this one first probably not mm-hmm. uh, but i'm still glad i watched it and it's not yeah. um it's not by any means a bad movie but i think it's also like i think kind of like uh what we said when we did our love and thunder episode it's just it's a fun entertaining movie and you know you don't need to um you don't need to always have like a movie that's like i don't know like as emotional as like i'm trying to think of a really sad movie but i can't think of one yeah i know what you Um, mean though yeah it's it's like it's just it's fun it's entertaining just i think if you go in with an open mind you'll probably hopefully (laughs) enjoy it um it's not perfect but it was still still a nice watch and um hopefully i mean i i really enjoyed watching the toy story movies but i was never like super connected to any of the toy story characters mm-hmm. um not like i was with other movie characters or like other disney characters growing up but if you're a big fan of buzz lightyear hopefully hopefully you enjoy the movie <laughs> yeah definitely because again this goes back to what I said earlier in the podcast. Did Buzz Lightyear need a backstory? Uh, not necessarily, but is it a bad movie? Not at no. all. No. <laughs> yeah, so it's, again, like Cass said, um, I think I agree with Cass on this one. Um, It's not the best Pixar movie by any means, but it's definitely not the worst. It's it's a fun watch. I would recommend watching it at least once because it's interesting. Uh, Again, it's not... It's got all the elements of being a cool uh, movie, but not the same level of cool that we usually expect pixar movies to be you know what i'm saying that's all i can say about it at this point yeah Um, i think i think that's probably a good way to describe it it felt like a movie that was like modeled off of a pixar movie and had like the pixar logo maybe stamped on it but it didn't quite feel the same as the pixar movie but visually stunning and like the cast did an amazing job Mm -hmm. and like you know it's still a good movie it's just maybe not I guess, like, the caliber or quality that we're used to seeing from Pixar. Agreed. But again, <laughs> I feel like we've just been saying this on repeat since we started. Is it a yeah. bad movie? 
no no it's a really fun movie it's a good movie yeah but, um is it the like best a no <laughs> is it is it a good movie yes is it their best no is it a bad movie also no you know it's yeah. like it's uh, we're mixed about this guys that's all like <laughs> that's all we can say we're it's a it's a mixed bag this movie and that's what we can say at best. So with that said, um, I think we're going to leave this messy kind of a rant about this particular Pixar movie for this week. What are we doing for next week, Cass? Because I think we have a few <laughs> options and I don't it's know which one surprise. we can go with. <laughs> I mean, I think I'll just say it's a surprise. It mm-hmm. might be something we've never done before. Oh, God, yes. One of us just blabbing like we always do. So mm-hmm. you'll have to tune in to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And once again, guys, we thank each and every single one of you who uh, decides to take time to, you know, listen to our podcast and give us the time of your day to, you know, listen to us rave and rant about the stuff that we like so we really appreciate you and thank you again and we will definitely catch you next week thanks guys thank you As always, our lovely theme song is Water Lily by the 126ers. The Nerdy Podcasts podcast is available on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and you can follow us online at nerdy-podcasts.tumblr.com or at nerdypodcasts.wordpress.com.